Welcome to Compassionate Conversations, where we push the boundaries of comfort to empower you to become all that you dream of being. One of the most common issues that my clients bring up in therapy is dealing with people who drain them, what I call emotional vampires. What is an emotional vampire? This is a topic very near and dear to my heart, and based on how often it comes up in therapy sessions, I thought you might find it useful to have a primer on how to deal with emotional vampires. Here is my definition of an emotional vampire. A person who sucks the life force right out of you. It's that simple. My dear friend and writer, Marianne Pope, wrote an incredible piece called More Captive Than Client, which I will have a link to in the show notes, which I think exemplifies perfectly how you feel after you've been in the company of an emotional vampire, in this case, a loquacious esthetician. I quote from her article, I was having a bikini wax and pedicure the other day, and the esthetician would not stop talking. Three and a half hours later, I slithered out. I was beyond exhausted from our encounter. The article she wrote is about boundary setting, which is a very important tool to use when you find an emotional vampire coming to suck the life force out of you. I've also done another video and podcast on boundary setting, so if you haven't watched or listened to that, I strongly urge you to. In Marianne's article, her stories are about emotional vampires in the form of service providers, estheticians, and hairstylists. She has some great tips for boundary setting with these folks if they are also emotional vampires. Here are her tips. 1. Tell them ahead of time that you have to leave at a certain time. 2. Tell them that you are not much of a talker. 3. Tell them you would prefer to just be quiet and enjoy, as much as possible, this bit of downtime. 4. Look at your phone while receiving the treatment. And 5. Read a book while receiving the treatment. I also have some links to articles that I've written about how to deal with these types of people and how to set boundaries. So now I want to talk about what I call gainers and drainers. Choose your company carefully. Because I like to simplify things, I lump all human beings into two basic categories. Category 1, gainers. Category 2, drainers. Seek out gainers and keep them close. Gainers are the people you want to surround yourself with and nourish those relationships like the precious gems that they are. Who are gainers? People who energize you. After you say goodbye, you feel uplifted, hopeful, and renewed. Who are the drainers? Emotional vampires. After leaving their company, you feel completely drained and exhausted. This physical collapsing is often paired with a bleak view of the world and loss of faith in humankind, plus a hefty dose of anger and resentment. Here's some news. It's not you, it's them. In the name of simplicity, once again, I find that in my work as a therapist, 
most of what people struggle with has to do with the company they choose to keep. A common example from my practice is when people tell me that when they are with a certain person, they feel crazy. Then they look at me with panic in their eyes and exclaim, Hester, do you think I'm crazy? My answer is often this. I don't think you per se are crazy, but you are definitely suffering from a bad case of what I like to call crazy by association. In short, emotional vampires can make you feel crazy, but that doesn't mean you are crazy. I do my very best not to hang out for long with anyone who makes me feel that way. And this has been a difficult journey consisting of many pitfalls and close calls, most likely because I am a therapist and I'm used to listening to people. I am now in tune enough with my own body to sense an emotional vampire right away. As soon as I feel like I want to slither under a table, off a chair, or I have a fantasy of disappearing into a puff of smoke, I know it's time to take action and get the hell out of there. That's when I take a deep breath and practice an amazing trick my mother taught me years ago, which works for her. When you realize that you are in the company of an emotional vampire, slap your thighs loudly, stand up and exclaim, and there you go, and leave the person sitting there. Don't knock it until you try it. I've used this many a time when in a group situation to get me away from emotional vampires. And I then go and sit next to a non-emotional vampire and can enjoy myself for the rest of the gathering. I think this trick works because it breaks you out of your trance of misery and unfreezes you so that you can then mobilize yourself in order to take solid action and make an escape. Note, this trick does not work in every situation. I find it most suitable when you are in a group setting, not one-on-one. When you are being hostaged, a word my girlfriend uses, by one person, and you are the only other person nearby, I suggest that you come up with a quick escape plan and save yourself extra drainage. A famous trick for dating applies here. Make a plan to meet the person in a public place with other people around, like a busy coffee shop. Decide beforehand how much time you will spend with them. I suggest no more than an hour and tell them you have an appointment near the end of that time or that you're meeting a friend or family member. That way you can protect yourself if they happen to be an emotional vampire or just plain boring. I will end here with a quote which I think sums up this whole talk. The key is to keep company only with people who uplift you, whose presence calls forth your best. Now go and hang out with one of the gainers in your life and enjoy the sweetness and energy boost that follows.